you know, Matthew 6, 14, it's, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Right. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and forgiving, we have to, like we said before, asking God, you know, to help us to forgive. It's, yeah, I feel like a lot of times we don't do that. Like we don't bring it to the Father. Yeah, or we might we say it in like in an errant prayer and he mm -hmm. hears even the yeah. utterances of our heart. So yeah. it's not like we should have to vocalize it but you know what we do no, we you do. know what i mean yeah. in that alone time in the secret place where you come to the father and you say like verbally yeah. you know because the james teaches about the power of the tongue that's right so that also means that the enemy's being put on notice you know yeah, and if he's the accuser and he's constantly up there tattling on you, on you. and you yeah. go to the father yourself and yeah. you tattle on your own self guess yeah. who has nothing to say, <laughs> nothing to say. right yeah. you're disarming him right. and so um that's where that that bond I think is released he yeah. no longer has that power and like that's how you can walk by somebody that you might have before yeah. been triggered by or you yeah. can hear something that might have triggered you yeah. but you no longer have that bond that that's power right. is gone mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that's because I believe that you're like supernaturally disarming the enemy Absolutely. when you go straight to God yep. with this stuff and yeah. take it out of his hands yeah. and then you ask to be released from it by right. releasing right. yourself through yeah. forgiveness of the heart that's, right. that's a posture yeah. and it takes i mean it takes time sometimes that's what i was it's not immediate yeah. no. you know everybody's like this and it's done no, no. It's i mean we do have a miraculous god sometimes, but not everybody yeah. gets a miracle no, no. when they think no, that they're getting right. it and sometimes in that process there's a bigger picture god's trying to bring us through and out of in a pruning process you know where Sometimes it is an instant delivery. I think it depends sometimes on how big the hurt was. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier at times to forgive family because you love them, but they're blood. You want to move forward. You want to move on and have that relationship. But sometimes other hurts, maybe through Christians or disappointments or failures, they kind of reside mm -hmm. because it just, it hits you in a different way. And so we think it should be instant, but sometimes it's not. And mm -hmm. you can go through a wilderness time, yes. oh, yeah. you know, and through that wilderness time, it sucks. It really yeah. does. It sucks, it does. you know, and you're like, God, why are you bringing me through this? But ultimately God's and everything that he does, his purpose is to bring us to where we need to be mm -hmm. so that we can talk about how he's moved in our lives. Amen, the and, good news. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it's not always a fun process, mm -hmm. and, and, but I do believe forgiveness is, is a process. It's, it is. It's verbal, it's spiritual, it's mental, it's, it's all aspects of it. And sometimes, like I said, it's instant, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's not. And we have to accept that and keep talking to God about it. I yeah. think the worst thing we do is we say we moved on. Well, I said I forgive them, <laughs> but it's not <clears throat> there yet. Mm -hmm. And so, but then we just, we don't talk to God about it anymore. And you I think bury it. You bury yeah. it and, and try to like just suppress it. Mm -hmm. And there's like and layers, there's, almost there's like layers. an onion. Yeah. You know, like when you're yeah. peeling yeah. the onion and some things are easier to forgive yeah. when they're little or yeah. just, yeah. but the, it's those deep it's those hurts, deep hurts, those deep wounds yeah. and, and childhood things. Oh, oh my yeah. God. So many things go yeah. back to childhood. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I believe, and, and this is so important because you guys have little kids mm -hmm. um, and it's like words spoken over them, not even by you, but it oh, could be yeah, by other absolutely. teachers, by teachers, yeah. by by other kids. You know, those those, yeah. those wounds, those hurts, they, they stay in there. Yeah. And, and like when you're peeling that onion, yeah. sometimes you're getting down to, you know, things that were, for me, I'll just talk about me, you know, yeah. spoken over me or my childhood or, or, yeah. or old wounds that, 
they really trigger something yeah. and you have to ask God, oh my God, I thought I did this. You have to ask him yeah. again. Yeah. Do it again. Because yeah. that shows forgiveness as a process where yeah. maybe once you start to open your heart up to the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And I ask the Holy Spirit, like search my heart and bring yeah. to the forefront of my mind, whatever it is that I need yeah. to let go of. Yeah. Because like you said, we might have that one thing that's on top, the big one, yeah. but then all of a sudden other little things are being whispered mm -hmm. into your spirit, right? Yeah. And you just have to let those things go. And you can have like that moment where yeah. of prayer and then later on during the day, boom, another trigger. And you're like, hold on, hold on. Lord, like, <laughs> let's go back yeah. to that time that yeah. we were just, yeah. I'm like, can I add this to that list? Because yeah. for me, um, it's really something that I have to do intentionally, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because human, the flesh nature is so nasty yes. that I let those be my, my triggers. Like that's my oh, Holy yeah. Spirit red flag where it's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Oh, this yeah. is something less than pleasant. Yeah. Um, get off, like get, yeah, off, get me. off me. And yeah. there's a way to do that. Thank God yeah. through the Holy Spirit and being a new creation, you yeah, know, because absolutely. I used to carry that around and think that I could fix it myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. I used to do yoga. I used to try to manifest yeah. same things in the mirror, like yeah, yeah. crystals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And there's yeah. a majority of the population, especially yeah. in our generation absolutely. and younger oh, yeah. that are believing that this is self love or self help. Self -help and like, they don't yeah. even know what love really is no. because we don't even know what love really is no. because it's God's no. character. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's agape. It's, unconditional everything we experience on this entire planet is conditional That's our right. lives are conditional yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. if then you know we die yeah. Yeah. so um i think it's just something that really if you meditate on the word on which the word is god, yeah. the best way mm -hmm. to spend time That's with god right, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. then look he the will scriptures. you can look them up you yeah know, like you were saying oh, the yeah. concordance there's apps on your phones now everything is so yeah. available. Oh it's available it's never been in the i mean imagine yeah. our grandparents trying to learn about the word chris said yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> my poor girl yeah. she would have never you know bible dictionary hours. your grandma she did. spent yeah. hours in the bible she would not go but you would have to have a hebrew dictionary translation like now you can do it all in a click and so yeah. the Lord's really spoken to me where he's just like, don't treat my word like you treat social media. Yeah, like don't expect that you're going to scroll on your phone yeah, and you're right. going to get a drop of revelation yeah. no. and then move on with your day. Like make no. time for mm -hmm. me yes. and like make yes. it sacred That's because right. it is, yeah. you know, and we it can is. anoint ourselves. Like I even do it with oil sometimes on my head. Yeah. I have a mentor named yeah. Carmen and she's yeah. like, you need to go outside and do the post because I was under an attack. <laughs> and so my husband came home and he saw me with a bowl and I'm there doing the, the thresholds of our house and he's like, what is that? she's not painting. What is that? That's oil. So, and like, we're covered. We're covered. Don't worry. For somebody who might be watching yeah. who doesn't so know. So it's in the word, right, that you can anoint, yeah. right? Like, and, and, and it is used with oil. Mm -hmm. And so look it up. Like, yeah. you know, um, it's, it's definitely a supernatural spiritual law mm -hmm. that the Lord has his anointed ones. And as one of his anointed ones, like you can activate that anointing mm -hmm. and it's a covering. Yeah. And it started with sheep and shepherds, which mm -hmm. is so cute, I yeah. think, because yeah. they used to do it to keep the nasties out of their fleece, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. But if the shepherd loved his sheep so much that he would put that oil on their head mm -hmm. to keep what? The nasties out, out, like then it's yeah. a similar spiritual law that applies. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I mean, yeah, like I, I even had it as part of my skincare routine for a while. Like <laughs> the before, it. you know, yeah. like wash my face yeah. and Lord, and I would pray, you know, and I'm yeah. not trying to become ritualistic about it no. because, but there are but, some things that we can apply systematically according right. to the word. Yeah. And you know, they are promises. They are. And yeah. being an anointed one is one of them. And I think so. that in, in that, in getting off, but, 
it's not ritualistic. It's the symbolic of it. Just like, you know, water baptism. If you get saved, you're saved. Yeah. Okay. You you don't have to get water baptized to go to heaven. But that's the the, the physical. physical. The right. physical. And we are physical mm -hmm. beings. Amen. So we still impart in the word of God. There are things we can pull out of that that mm -hmm. are symbolic that are you know human that yeah. are physical but they're still it's spiritual yeah it's still spiritual driven it's a a physical commitment mm -hmm. is how yeah. i see yeah. it so like, god already knows i'm there serving him but i'm like god i want more you know it's like when you get married i was gonna say it's just like when you get married you can live together and you can make your vows before god and say oh i don't need to do it but there's something about doing it in yeah. the presence of others and right. in god and yeah you know there is it, it is different when you well do it. it's like the contract is made by signing a paper nobody yeah. sees that nobody witnesses it right but now you're doing it where i believe it's actually it's also scriptural witnesses you yeah, know what i mean like yeah. it says we will be witnesses yeah, right yeah. there will be witnesses on the final judgment day yeah, and yeah. you know not thankfully so much for uh, they will we will they still will stand for judgment yeah, and there will still be witnesses yes. for us and that's why i like to go through the process of forgiveness with god yeah. often yeah. because i believe that what you bind here on earth is also bound in that's heaven right. and so i'm gonna have a shorter judgment day because <laughs> yeah. i already went and told myself yeah. i already yeah. went and told Absolutely. god you know yeah Less witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also when we think about love, and we were discussing a little bit before this, God will use, I mean, he'll use the rocks if he needs to, mm -hmm. right? So we can be oh, yeah. able vessels and God's using us, but if we don't have love, it doesn't matter. And that's what we were starting to talk mm -hmm. about scripture. Yep. And I brought up Corinthians and I've, I've read this scripture so many times, but it, it hit me in a different way this week when we were just getting ready for this and new, not new revelation, but kind of new revelation, yeah, right? Yeah. And in Corinthians 13, it says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clinging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship and, make, and I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Right. And I thought, God, what a humbling, thought mm -hmm. that we could get to the end of our life, walked in miracles, gave to the poor, cast out demons, lay hand on the sick, and we get to heaven. And yet, do we really get the full gift that God had? Because we didn't have love. We didn't walk in what God commanded right. us to love one another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that just puts, for me, in perspective, life more than anything else. It's to share God's love because he is love. Amen. more than anything else That's right. you know and and yeah we'll move and god will move us into gifts and things like that but really it's loving each other it's loving people into heaven yeah right? it's loving right. them into yeah. heaven it's right. god's love that leads us to repentance yeah. so we got to continue to love them no matter what you know yeah, and and keeping that amongst ourselves because we can get so busy <sighs> and, and life can just take you and swoop you in that mm -hmm. none of this really matters yeah busy 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 yeah and it is but right? none of that really in the essence of god's business that's right. And it doesn't matter. It was funny because yeah. when you brought that up, and I don't know scripture like this, I was like, that reminds me of a Peter where, where Paul said, um, all these gifts will pass away. Yeah. And you were like, that's coming right next. Like, Because yeah. yeah. like, yeah. I don't remember where yeah. things go. Right. I'm just yeah. like, I'm I know way. that someone said this. Yes. Like, I wish I had it like that. Where I was like, Same. that's first Corinthians. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, and that was a study I did because, you know, people get obsessed with like living in the now and like getting these spiritual gifts, right? Which yeah. are 
are irrevocable and they are different, yeah. right? right. Um, for each and every person. Like yeah. some people have prophecies, some people have speaking in tongues, some people can't speak in tongues, but they can prophesy. Like yeah. it, there's yeah. not a hierarchy, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. And they are irrevocable, which means that too much to whom it's given, much is expected. Right. And um, it says that like Paul was just like, hey, but guess what? All of those in your resurrection body, like in the new kingdom, like yeah. those things pass away. There's no need to have prophecy. There's no need to have healing. There's no need to have any of that stuff. So what remains? Love. Love. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's right. going to be something that we're still yeah. going to be living, living. And, and, you know, perfectly yeah. in the new kingdom for eternity. Absolutely. So like focusing on that means makes so much more sense. I feel yeah. like we really do focus yeah. on a lot of other stuff. We I do. mean, and that's the enemy's goal. It and is. Because he wants to separate us from he what? Yep. God's love. God's love. If Absolutely. he can do that, right? And yeah, yeah so things like unforgiveness and things like, you know, just getting mad at yeah. people for stuff that they might even not even know they're doing. Exactly. You know, like sometimes yeah. no, I think true. choosing to forgive someone the, as the first response, because yeah. they might not even have like a complete consciousness of how their actions or words Mm -hmm. have affected you is probably the most powerful thing to break up any like spiritual ties, right? Because those could be not the Holy Spirit you know, right. trying to distract you and snare exactly. you. Or intentional. Maybe they, they're, maybe it is A lot of times I will take things personally and maybe it wasn't even meant to personally attack me or right. against me. Exactly. This person is just doing what they're doing and yeah. I'm taking it personal that like, oh, how could, you know, they offended me. They didn't mean to offend me. They're just doing what they're doing. Yeah. But, you know, when Jesus was asked, what's the most important commandment? Yeah. To love, 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 to love yeah. the Lord your love. God with all your heart and all your soul, all and then your and then to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Well, hello. Sometimes we can't love our neighbor as ourselves if we don't love ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's right. Talked about this before. You know, there's there was a time I did not love myself. I did not like myself. I had a hard and I, time. And I think to that point, and I we, I've talked about that before with other believers, is that a lot of people don't love themselves. Hurting mm. people hurt others. That's right. Yes, they do. They do. And so, and and again, we expect it from the world, mm-hmm. but even in Christ, in Christ, in listen, Christians. none of us have arrived. No. We are imperfect people. Mm-hmm. It's by the grace of God and from His blood on the cross. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're not going to go through things. We walk in victory because of Jesus. That That's it. It, it doesn't mean we're not going to have the stresses and still have to try to get through the life, but God gave us the keys for victory. Amen. And so it's to spread it to the people to say, hey, I know where you're at. I've been there. And I still go through things, but here's the keys that can set you free. Wow. You know, to walk in that love, to say, this is what's going to set you free. It's not to walk in this perfect life. It's not going to be. Right. right. God didn't say it was going to be. No. And or in fact, when you, when you look at Jesus's life, it wasn't perfect. No. I mean, he got betrayed by two of his, yep. his followers. Oh that God. pain. You can't tell me that wasn't hurtful, that he knew they were going to do it mm-hmm. and still go to the cross and yeah. die for them. Yeah. Like, I'm going to die for you and you guys can't even like <laughs> say, I know the man. I mean, I'd yeah. be like, well, forget you. Yeah. you know? But if that's not the greatest show of love, mm-hmm. none of us have had to lay down our life for, for some, you know what I mean, oh, for Lord. somebody. Yeah. And to think if we came to that time, I can't imagine, you know what I wow. mean? But God he laid his life down. That's yeah. the ultimate sacrifice. And so when I'm going through hurt or unforgiveness and it's not always easy you know it's not easy but i reach and say god you've experienced this pain help me to show how i get through this and Mm. if it's at a place where 
it's somebody that you know that you can call out and say, hey, this offended me. Because the Bible says, don't, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah. So, so if it's a, a situation, we got to, you know, rise up sometimes and be more apt to say, hey, you know, this offended me. What did you mean by this? Mm. Satan doesn't want us to talk. That's right. He doesn't want us to talk. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want us to mm-hmm. communicate. He wants us to be isolated. That's... And there are times for silence. There sure. are times to keep your mouth shut. But you have to be discerning of that. Because mm. if it's a time that you should just call it out instead of letting your mind go, because your mind will go way over here. Yeah. I mean, it will go so far <laughs> in away here, and in here, here and everywhere. And then you make up situations mm-hmm. and scenarios that don't even exist. Mm-hmm. So. I think we need to, as Christians, be more apt to, in love, say, hey, you know, that offended me. What did you mean by that? And put it, make it dead. Yeah. Make it dead deal and extract. It. Deal, deal with, with it. it. Yeah, and then for amen. the ones that you can't deal with, because maybe they're not receptive, they're not safe, they don't want to talk about it, or it's just a situation that you can't, then those are the ones that you go before the Lord to say, God, heal me from this. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, He will He will heal you from it. That's good. Amen. I did not grow up in uh, the type of church that I am involved in now. My husband is the pastor here, and I'm the pastor's wife. But um, I grew up in the Catholic Church, and in the Catholic Church, we had confession. So I would have to go into this little booth and talk to a priest who was behind a screen and I couldn't see his face and I would like try to make up things when I was younger because like I don't know well like what sins did I really okay maybe I didn't do what my mother or father asked me to do uh, but it wasn't like you know the deadly seven deadly sins but um and then he would say you know do so many homilies and our fathers and I would have to go out and count and say I'll be our father so many times and God would forgive me wow what a great <laughs> thing but well, when I got older and when I you know, met my husband, who is now my husband, and he was telling me about, about his relationship with God and about a personal God, that I really didn't have that uh, personal relationship with God. And then um, I got baptized in our bathtub because he actually baptized me in the bathtub for the first time because I got baptized in the Catholic Church. When you're little, they sprinkle some water on your head. But, you know, I got baptized in the bathtub and um, I came out and was like, wow, okay, there is something different. Um, it was different. And, and I learned about God's love and about his forgiveness. And I had a lot of forgiving because I, I was not, you know, I, when I, we first started the church here in Ohio, I remember we had our women's ministry in the meeting group, and I tried to model it after 12-step recovery groups because I you know, struggled with alcohol, and I used to do a lot of things when I was under the influence of alcohol that I would never do, and I was not a good mother, I wasn't a good wife, I was a horrible person, and I had to do a lot of uh, self-forgiving, asking God to forgive me first of all, for things that I did, and then ask my husband to forgive me, ask my kids to forgive me, you know, and ultimately forgive myself. And I had a hard time. It was, it was, it was tough. And you know, that's why I don't ever want to pick up a drink again. But I would tell the people in our congregation, don't put me on a, on a pedestal, you know, because I'll fall off. And don't put my husband. You know, he's a pastor. We're people. We're human people, and we're all doing the best we can. And when I was you know, I did the best I could when I was raising my children, and I'm not going to give you my fourth step right here, right now, but, you know, I had to ask God to forgive me and to ultimately forgive myself. And, you know, in John 15, 13, it says, greater love has this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You know, we, we can serve others sacrificially. We lay down our own plans and desires, 
um, as we seek to share his story, you know, of, about his love.